0: Hi everyone welcome back to my channel my name is Stassi thank you so much for being here today oh my gosh I'm literally fangirling today I am so excited to have Jojo here so thank you so much for coming here today
1: oh no I'm the one that's fangirling I'm so happy to be here <laughs> oh my gosh
0: oh, I don't even know what to say now you girl you got me speechless <laughs> and we're 30 seconds in <laughs> <laughs> but anyways Jojo why don't we start off with a little bit about yourself and your sims history
1: Okay, uh, I'm Jojo, I also go by Koffany Online, and I'm a sculptor who uh, makes cow plants mainly, but um, all sorts of nerdy kind of Sims things. Uh, I started playing The Sims in 2005 when I was seven, and I first discovered it at a friend's house. She was um, inviting me over for a sleepover, and she said, I've got the coolest game, you're going to love it on the playstation 2 and so we kind of went out to our bedroom and sat down and she showed me the sims 2 and i was just like this is the most amazing game ever and so i went home i told my parents i had to have this game called the sims 2 and they didn't have a clue kind of anything to do with video games Mm -hmm. um but they got it for me put it on the computer Um, we managed to find a seven plus copy because in the uk we have like age ratings for games with seven plus 12 plus 15 plus and 18 plus and uh the sims with all its expansion packs is a 12 plus game and i was seven and so my parents were like well she can't play that that's it's not going to be appropriate but we managed to find a seven plus version of the base game and i just played the sims 2 base game with no expansion packs for four years straight no updates, no expansions. I just played the base game and uh Sims 3 came out mm-hmm. just before I turned 12. Um and originally I wasn't gonna buy it. I was like, no, I'm I I'm just old enough to get all the expansion packs. So I'm just I'm just gonna play Sims 2 and enjoy it. And I got invited to the same friend's house and she had Sims 3 and I was like, oh well now I have to get Sims 3. <laughs> So um, I started playing Sims 3 uh, and that was when I kind of got into the online community of The Sims because my friends at school uh, all thought video games were very nerdy and uh, being a girl who was into video games was weird and dumb so I thought that's fine I'll go online and make some friends. So, uh, I got into a lot of um, writing. I did a lot of storytelling in the community on the Sims 3 website, which was a nightmare to work with. Um, and then they revealed The Sims 4. I was skeptical about the reveal because it was uh, slightly controversial that there was the whole fiasco with it, like potentially being an all online game and uh, having a lot of features that were removed from the Sims 3. And at the time I was struggling with a lot of kind of health issues. I wasn't doing well at school. I wasn't doing well mentally. Mm -hmm. And i had pre-ordered like this collector's ultimate edition of the Sims 4. I raced home after a very stressful day of school. I installed it and played it. And as I saw the bland, colorless (laughs) home screen, Mm -hmm. my heart kind of died inside. And I went back to Sims 3 for about three more years. And uh, yeah, that's uh, a kind of overall history of uh, me and the Sims. I got back into the Sims 4 when uh, Toddlers came out and I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna give this another go because uh, they have a few more features now
0: <laughs> now i gotta ask before we yeah. delve back in now that you've dived back into the sims 4 what is better in your opinion sims 2 sims 3 or sims 4
1: sims 3 definitely sims 3
0: <laughs> that's okay a lot of people stand that sims 3 is much better um than sims 4 i i kind of hope one day to play it. i mean I, I'm staring around right now I have a bunch of discs because I've been collecting them but I don't I don't know if I can go back down because like sims 2 difficult it is it is difficult because so I started with sims 1 um I was it was 2003 so I was 10 and my girlfriend who was my best friend all through my childhood her dad worked in IT, so she had a computer and she was able to play these games and we would spend hours and hours and hours of making our crushes, building our dream homes. We had Sims notebooks to our eyeballs because we, we couldn't keep track of like all the stories that we would tell or what we wanted to build. Like we would literally like every weekend I slept over at our house pretty much like that's just like how inseparable we were. And um yeah, like we literally would spend hours being like, okay, so this time we're gonna build like a big house, and we're gonna have like we're gonna use this stuff, and we're, we always had to have the um, the heart bed because I had to have the heart bed, and I I literally did not realize that it vibrated until like <laughs> like two weeks ago because I had just remembered the bed, oh. but I didn't remember it vibrating.
1: Yeah, um, no, when um. During the time that I was playing Sims Two and wasn't allowed any of the expansion packs because I wasn't old enough for whatever risque content was in open for business, yeah. um, <laughs> my parents didn't quite understand how games worked, so they thought, "Oh well, maybe the Sims One would be more appropriate. It's still a twelve plus, but it's an older game, so maybe it won't be as bad." Luckily. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get me the expansion packs, The Sims One with the vibrating heartbed or the stripper cages. Right. Like I did, however, get to play Making Magic and Superstar. But
0: <laughs> oh my, I like you know when you like you know when you grow up and you see those memes when you get older. They're like you never thought like the last time you'd ever play Superstar would be that one time, and then you look back, and I'm like I. Like, listen, I, I'm not a big fan of EA. I openly bash them on an, any platform that I speak on because they are a business. Not a good one. Um, But if they ever released The Sims 1 on Origins with all the expansion packs and it was $1,000, um, you best know I'd be taking out that loan because I need to have- Don't give them
1: ideas. <laughs> <laughs> or
0: this is actually an idea that I have, I think would be really cool- Um, for the next big Sim anniversary, so say like the 25th anniversary, to release a kit with all of the original iconic stuff from Sims 1 and Sims 2 and putting it into Sims 4.
1: That's really interesting because they actually did something similar to that during the Sims 3. With the Sims 3 store, which is a whole
0: problem
1: in and of itself, um, (laughs) uh, they released a pack called like the sims classics or something which yeah. contained a bunch of like old things including the cow plant that's how cow plants got into the sims 3 mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. they were like included in this pack and i can't remember how expensive it was but you had to pay for it oh yeah um, but it'd be really interesting if they did something like that where they kind of for free hopefully in an update uh just gathered a bunch of weird random stuff from past games and brung them over to the sims 4
0: I agree, and then you, what? Then you, what? Then what you're doing as well is you're introducing the newest generation, who have never played Sims One and Sims Two because they weren't either alive or they were toddlers. Yeah. Um, they would now be able to experience what like Sims One and Sims Two, kind of like how we grew up. But like, I want to play Making Magic so bad I had it but I couldn't re- I can't remember how much it was because I was so obsessed with the superstar one because I would have fashion shows all the time and I was so obsessed at that point I was like I want to be a fashion designer do I want to do these things but like
1: I think Sims is just like a repeating uh parts of your life going like Maybe I want to be a fashion designer. Maybe I want to be an architect. Maybe I want to be this. Maybe I want to be a super villain.
0: <laughs> Definitely super villain. When I was growing up, I was like always a villain. So like when I was like when I would make my Sims, I would I'd would give them like so much chaotic traits. Whenever you I remember, I mean in Sims One, you could, you had like you'd be like you had like twenty options. You'd be like tidiness three, charismatic eight, and you know just stuff like that. But now. Like I have to say, because I'm a storyteller in The Sims Far, I have to be able to bend my sins to my will. Um, so that everybody has like, they're good and nice. <laughs> but before I started Rose Chronicles, like I would be like, actually the first renditions of all the characters, like the, if they were evil, I gave them the evil trait. I love that. Uh, now, which leads me to my question that, that I don't typically ask people, what are your Sims traits?
1: oh that's a good one Uh, um i i know what my sims traits are on the sims3.com that's fine (laughs)
0: that's absolutely fine
1: i've got artistic okay um loner probably uh neurotic (laughs) the equivalent to anxiety i think in the sims yeah
0: (laughs) i i wasn't expecting that jojo i'm not gonna lie to you i was expecting creative artist
1: (laughs) uh no i think um perfectionist but not in a good way (laughs) perfectionist is in a that's a trait i need to get over
0: Mm. (laughs) and uh, i 100% get you i'm like in real life I look like I have my life put together. Kind of do, kind of do. Um, but like I'm a perfectionist for certain aspects, not everything, things I really care about. That I'm it has to be perfect. I won't settle for anything less. Now, if you look around my house, it's extremely cluttered because I love a good clutter. Who doesn't like clutter? But yeah, like my, <laughs> my my family has the OCD trait. Um, they like to tell me all the time that I didn't get that trait because if you were looking at my desk right now, what well, you can clearly see Gerald the Bear and I have about 35 stuffies lined up against the wall and all of my notes from previous podcasts. And my fiance's like, wanna, you know, wanna organize? I'm like, nah, I live. I like to live in uh, what I like to call organized chaos. Um, that's literally how to describe it. And I think organized chaos brings me to my next- part that we got to talk about which was the sim summit on tuesday Um, uh, this podcast isn't coming out for a little bit so there will be more information i'm sure um released but as this was being filmed um the sim summit was this past week what were your thoughts going into it and did the summit exceed your expectations
1: i think they somehow managed to reveal the sims 5 And also keep The Sims 4 looking like a healthy, thriving game, which whoever designed that marketing strategy deserves a raise, because (laughs) I did not think they were going to be able to do that in the slightest. I thought we're going to get no Sims 5 announcement, Mm -hmm. which is going to leave like half the community in tears. Yeah. Um, because they want the next iteration of the game or we're going to get a sims 5 announcement and then the sims 4 is going to die a slow painful death until <laughs> until that game comes out but somehow someone had the genius idea of like looking at what every other video game is doing at the moment and saying why don't we just talk about the process of building the game yeah hence the reason for I think the name like Project Renee. people have been saying things like why are they calling it Project Renee? that's not going to catch on that's not cool but um, I think they're not calling it Sims 5 because it's not Sims 5 yet they, <laughs> like it's going to be a year or two or three before it is Sims 5 let alone before they release it so I, I think- yeah
0: (laughs) no so sorry Jojo I did not mean to cut you off but I I agree with you I was very anxious going into it I I figured because obviously how it goes down so EA has more leaks than a faucet um without a doubt and Mm -hmm. you know they're going to talk about Sims 5 because the big guys are talking about Sims 5 and then it trickles down to the second tier and they're talking about Sims 5. And then the third tier and the fourth tier and then so many, so much more. So I was like, they have to say something. I was shocked to see what we got. I was more expecting uh, what the plumb bob was gonna look like. I thought like maybe that is what they were gonna give us. Um, Or-
1: It's interesting, Oh, sorry. No, Um, no, go ahead,
0: go ahead, go ahead.
1: (laughs) It's interesting because I think the first thing they revealed for The Sims 4 was like a narrow strip of like Sims faces but like just their eyes Yeah, you could see and when people saw the art style they thought it looked like a mobile game and they were not happy like at all. There was fury within the community and I was only on the forums at this point I hadn't touched Twitter or Instagram or anything and um, people were not happy. So I think them showing build mode this time without, I mean, build mode's gonna change. I mean, to be honest, all we saw were, it was essentially a tech demo. I mean, at this point, they have tools that they kind of know they want to implement and that they've sort of been playing around with and building, but like, I mean, chances are all that furniture was like made for that demo. Yes, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know how far along they are. Exactly.
0: Uh, now I'm gonna tell you my true thoughts of what I thought Project Renee was. So I was I was watching the summit. Course, it was during. I, like I have these lunch and learn meetings all the time, so it had to be that day. So I'm literally sitting there, like I'm trying to. So I'm reading the subtitles on my YouTube, which I can only get about every. Thirty seconds. I get the previous thirty seconds. So I'm just trying to sit and watch this. I'm going like this, and I'm like, and my first thought, I was like, okay, so I could see that they talked about the new worlds in the Sims Four, and I was like, that's awesome, that's really great. Um, which I will, I will ask you in a little bit what what you think the new worlds are and all that great stuff. So, anyways, I'm continuously looking down, and I see the mod section. I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I don't know what this is because I'm only getting every, at this point, every third word of whatever the text is supposed to be. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to come back to this. Then I saw all the mobile game stuff and I was so concerned that the Sims mobile's biggest problem was it didn't have balconies. And I was like, what the fuck is this 2010? Um, And I'm like, well, now we can barbecue. And then I literally have this right here. Cause this was, this was my notes from the, uh, for my summit. And I'm like, for the free play game. And I'm like, there, this is before and after it's the same, <laughs> literally the same, but okay. So anyway, so I look down and I can see, th- I can see the woman talking and I see project Renee, but I can't hear what she's saying. So I, th- I'm, what my, my brain was like, oh, this is just more of the mobile. That they're talking about so i'm looking at it i was like oh my god this looks so mobile i'm like oh, okay and then i it ends i text my fiance. i was like no Sims five announcement couldn't pull it off and then minute not even i sent it and then i get a tweet saying since five and then my inbox is being flooded because they announced that you're gonna have cushions on the couches, which is something I have been screaming at and for uh, these podcasts for over a year. That like I'm like, why do I have to download CC to put cushions on my couch? We have Jeff Bezos going to fucking space, but yeah, I have to download CC. Like it was, li- it's literally the platform I've been standing on. So I I go back and I watch the summit. I'm like, oh, 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 and then what I I was talking about on the podcast this week I was like I'm concerned that they're not showing what the sims look like at this point I understand it would be extremely rough I expect it to be extremely rough but I'm concerned that they're going to go a little too animated with the design moving forward instead of it being a little bit more realistic if that makes sense
1: yeah I think it's again a 50 50 split from what i've seen from people that want the game to look completely realistic Mm -hmm. um and then people that want it to look like a pixar movie (laughs)
0: yes i've seen people with like their like their guesstimations and the eyeballs are like the size of their like goddamn foreheads and i'm like "Mm, no please that's for dream
1: i i lean more on the side of hopefully more realistic same i i want it to look like
0: you know, like you know, like those mo- um, what's it called? Um, uh, the movie I uh, with Tom Hanks came out like a hundred years ago. Uh, uh, the a Holiday Express, a Train Express, whatever that one. And it looks so kind of creepy, realistically real. And you're like, is that a real person?
1: Mm. Is that like a- we don't want the uncanny valley? That was not fun. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I just want it to
0: look like more very, like I'm a very realistic person. I don't want it to have that that animated vibe.
1: Um have you seen any of the news about the uh the copyrighted like face technology that came out from EA? No, you oh. haven't heard about that? Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: Please spill the tea as I have no, my tea since here.
1: Community um covered some technology that had like been patented by EA where they'd shown um Uh, facial data being inputted into a system and then being applied to models. So potentially, obviously, they didn't specify the Sims, but they were using Sims 4 Sims as like testers, as examples to like show what the technology could do. Yeah. Um, But obviously the most logical EA franchise for them to build that sort of technology for would be Sims 5. Absolutely. So it seems like there might be some sort of way that you can just like upload a photo and it creates a Sim of you which would be and there was also like photos of them trying to apply the technology to like body shape and clothes and all sorts which I think is going to be extraordinarily difficult to pull off but I'm not a developer I just look at it and go wow that looks impressive if it works I'll be happy
0: (laughs) I agree well that's that's the thing like if it works like everything they're promising I'm going to need to buy a new computer because I can barely we're on The Sims 4 on this computer. We, ha- we, we have to we have to pray to the bobs every time I add more CC to this game that it's going to continue to work. Um, I can't even imagine like having like a color wheel or having patterns or having these uh, like this create um, the ability to do everything, especially that the rumor on the street that it's going to be a multiplayer game, which I have stressed multiple times that I'm not a fan of that. It's great for other people who want to do that. I did get flack because I literally opened this I'm like I don't want to play with anybody on the sims community and I still stand by what I said, uh, the sims is me time, and I like to you know this is this is me this is me being creative Jojo what are your thoughts on it being
1: multiplayer. Ugh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I'm. I'm very happy that they're like considering that kind of uh, gameplay for people that want it. I just yes. want my solo experience to be equally as considered. Um, I want it to be a solo game uh, first mm. and foremost before they consider adding multiplayer elements. Exactly. And it's just a case of like, do you trust them to do a good job on both? No. So,
0: no, because you Ooh. know it's going to be a subscription-based. <laughs> so it'll be like, pay $29.99 a month, and you can talk to your friends. They can come into your world, and you guys can, you know, have parties together in real life and stuff like that. And, like, I'm so just, concerned that Sims 5 is going to be so out of price range.
1: That The like, sad thing is, is that, like, with a subscription service at this point, for most people, it might actually be cheaper to subscribe than to buy all the packs
0: but I, no this is a subscription for i feel like online like this is not oh. old. no 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 this isn't like <laughs> renting the packs this is this is just online or the or if they do a sims 5 store like they did with sims 3 cuz i could see that coming back as well mm. mhm i'm not i'm not a fan yeah. of that that's
1: no no no
0: <laughs> um i don't know about you but so say i use like, like you said sims like this is like very beginning steps of sims 5 i don't think it's going to come out now to like 2025 like it can wait till 2030 to be honest with you because to me be, i don't think a lot of people in the sims community right now are wanting sims 5 i can i can't i can't speak for everybody but i feel like there's still more potential with sims 4 especially that they still have years of content ahead what are your thoughts mm-hmm.
1: I think that some of the stuff they've been implementing kind of over the last few years, kind of focusing more on family gameplay Mm -hmm. and realizing that there are people that really want that kind of like immersive gameplay that's like personality driven Sims. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the changes that they've been adding are really giving a lot more life to the game. That's going to keep it around for a lot longer. Yeah. But I think it's just, it's, difficult because the sims 4 base game i feel like is such a crumbled foundation that they're kind of building upon mm-hmm. um they're building really cool things on top of this crumbling foundation but at the end of the day i think they are kind of sat there thinking we can only build so much on top of this so I'd like the babies update i'm very yes. excited for because as a a gameplay person Mm -hmm. I'm just like yes finally (laughs) finally they're not going to be objects
0: (sighs) I I love that um I I I agree with that I think what I'm actually a little disappointed about that they didn't talk about any more like pack refreshes because if you remember when they did spa day Mm. that they had talked about refreshing more packs I definitely feel like some of the packs really do need to be refresh especially the very older ones because like for an example like get to work doesn't really feel like an expansion pack anymore compared to
1: like high school
0: they seem extremely night and day
1: yeah i think they've completely blurred the lines between what's an expansion pack Mm -hmm. what's a game pack Mm -hmm. i think stuff packs are long and dead (laughs)
0: <laughs> but I want a stuff pack they like it like you can't like I I love paranormal but like you got to give us more I was so excited for paranormal and then they announced kits and I I bash kits left right and center but they are for console players they are for console yeah. players so they're able to have more content which I I do understand that but I'm just like I think of my arm for a stuff pack but like now even game packs are coming with worlds
1: yeah, I think they realized that the stuff pack model, as they were doing it, like if you look at paranormal stuff and then like luxury party stuff, mm-hmm. it's it's night and day because um, like luxury party stuff came with like 10 items, I think. Yes. Whereas the paranormal came with a career and bone hilda and lots of amazing furniture and all of that sort of stuff. But I think they realized that stuff packs the old way that they were doing them, mm-hmm. they can't justify selling that anymore they can't no. justify that price point for 10 items because I mean nowadays even more so than before like custom content is just so readily available and it's oh, yeah. easy to access apart from obviously the terrible situation that console players can't have access to any of it at the minute which they need to work on <laughs> I
0: I agree I feel like EA forgot about console players do you feel the same way
1: yeah I mean it kind of although its Sims 4 is the first console which has like a full version of the game. I think I can't remember what Sims 2 like Sims 2 was like on console, but um, in terms of Sims 3, that I I played Sims 3 on the Wii and that was not a good experience. <laughs> it was on the Wii. It was on the Wii. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend picking it up. <laughs>
0: huh. I I had I had no idea. Um,
1: I've become. So, Yeah, The Sims 4 is the first game that's actually the same on PC as it is on console. Okay. Even with The Sims 2, I played Sims 2 on DS and that was a completely different game. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a life simulator at all. No, it it was a mystery in an alien
0: town or whatever. Yeah, no, I I played (laughs) that because I I also had it for uh, PSP. And it, yeah, Bella Goth goes missing and we have to find her because she's been abducted by aliens and all and all that good stuff. Yeah, it was completely. I remember being so confused while playing it as a kid. I was like, wait, wait, but the Sims 2 on my computer is a simu- like, Well, why I called at that time because I didn't know what simulation was because I was like at 10. I call mm-hmm. you used to call it a real life game like you could like make yourself in, like in the game in real life. And I'm like, what is this adventure shit? I didn't sign up for this. I am like the worst at video games. Anything adventure or mission-based games, not me. I like free play and do whatever what I, I want to do, um, which kind of leads me to my next question, which I know you're going to you know a lot about. So please educate me on this matter of what is happening with the mods and CC update, big update coming for the Sims 4. Like please, please please explain it to me.
1: I'll preface this with I'm not an expert, but (laughs) but um, it seems like what they're doing is finally providing a platform that will in some way uh, connect to the game um, for custom content creators to upload their content to, and essentially provide a secure way, an easy way, and just generally more kind of stable way to install content into your game for people that perhaps aren't as comfortable doing that sort of stuff themselves also they've announced the people they're doing it I don't know whether it's Cursed Forge or Overwolf I think they're the same company but they're using different names something like that anyway (laughs) Um, your mods are going to auto update by the sounds of it so instead of you having to find every modder's website or patreon and go through Mm -hmm. and update your things all at once the modder can just upload it to cursed forge or wherever and say hey there's an update so you can just log on press the button mods all update problem solved jojo i don't know if you're just aware
0: but you're flirting with me right now you have no idea um that would save my life so much time and so much else because every time i see um the under the plumb bob on instagram they'll say patch day and i literally am like fuck yeah i was gonna play sims tonight i like i had this whole plan figured out i'm like oh it's not gonna i have to spend like two hours just trying to figure out everything Cause like I don't even like I don't play with really truly any mods per se. I kind of the only mod I have is the um teleporter for poses. And mm-hmm. that has not needed to be updated since cats and dogs was the last time oh, that was that's updated. Good. <laughs> that's good, but pe- people who play with red shelf and people who play with tool have to continuously do that Mm. and my heart goes out to anybody who has to go through that stuff or the camera mod I have to update once in a while or reshades and g shades I have to update those as well so I'm like "Mm."
1: there are just so many little things that you don't think about until you're like well that's broken Mm -hmm. can't play now
0: (laughs) can't play I don't know what's broken with it I have no idea let's go through every cc piece and take it out and put it back in and see if that works but no that's that's exciting. And what I hope it does, it not only will it help CC creators, I hope it, I hope that opens up the door so CC creators can be in the room when EA releases more packs and especially more expansion packs and actually have builders, actual builders coming in and building this. I don't want to see the first world builds. Those are terrible. Those are like atrocious, like, like a small baby child could do better than some of these, like, the builds that they had. Or even casts, Like, shine yeah, spotlights on these amazing
1: numbers. Yeah. <laughs> looking at some of the um, builds from, like, older packs is slightly sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I think just um, the more kind of connection that the Sims team have with the community, especially the creative community, such as modders and custom content creators. Mm-hmm that's a good thing that's a really good thing
0: <laughs> as a game playing what mods and cc do you recommend for anybody
1: uh mc command center is essential um that's pretty much the only main mod that i use because i don't do a lot of building so i don't have tool or anything I just download other people's builds that have used it. <laughs> um, and for anyone interested in Sims 3, because I play a lot of Sims 3, uh, the NRAS mods are a lifesaver because they fix the game, which EA forgot to do before they moved on to The Sims 4.
0: <laughs> I think that's EA's model. They're like, we're just going to keep moving on because like I was reading people's comments, which you should never read comments on things unless you think they're going to be amazing. Um, and people's comments on the summit were like, "Cool, are you going to fix The Sims Four? Are you going to go? Are you going to continue to fix these problems before you put in new problems?" Um, which I want to talk about this. I feel like we're going to have we have two di- very different opinions on this matter. But I want I want to hear your opinion. As we all know, this coming in. This either December or January, hashtag debug my baby will no longer be a problem because babies will no longer be debugged items. They're going to be to- uh, infants now before they go to toddlers. What is your thoughts on that being a game player as I know you are excited for the update. What are you the most excited about?
1: I'm excited that they're finally going to feel like little human babies as opposed to just items that kind of sit there in the corner of the room and make noise because that's kind of what they've been doing uh, for the past eight years <laughs> but no, one of the moments that kind of stands out to me most was after I played Sims for, like for the first time in 2014 mm-hmm. I think it was the first time I had a baby jump out of the bassinet and turn into a child that I was just like I can't do this anymore. I just, no, just no. And that was kind of my last fleeting mm-hmm. loss of hope um, before <laughs> I went back to Sims 3. So obviously I was very excited for toddlers when that became a thing. And now with the infants, I don't know how they're going to change it. I was sort of hoping that this is going to replace the object babies. Mm-hmm. But I'm slightly confused about if it's a new life state, are we still going to have object babies and then they're going to be infants? and then they're going to be toddlers yes so from if what that's I... the case that's a bit much for me and I might try and find a mod that removes the baby stage <laughs>
0: I I got you so yeah so that's that's what it is so EA has stepped out and I said that it's a new life uh, stage so we mm. are going to have debugged babies to start and then it will go to toddler sorry infant And then it goes to toddler and then child and then teen and then adult and then death. So I agree with that. I think that's a little too much kind of the really like the beginning phases. The only thing I'm kind of concerned of is when the infants are crawling through walls because we know that's going to happen.
1: I, we can hope. We can hope. I I can't that wait. Maybe to... they will have, you know, object collision added to them, but
0: or you know when you know when your cat or dog like runs away, you'll get a notification. Baby or uh, uh, Sarah has run away. It's just like crawling away. Like that's what I'm. No. I think I think they're just going to use the same code that they use for pets. In my opinion. Well, the-
1: The biggest problem in The Sims 3 is that we have snow depth, so if you take your baby to somewhere with a lot of snow, and they put the baby down in the snow, (laughs) baby's gone. You've lost your baby. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's just no way to see them. But we don't have this issue in Sims 4, there's no snow depth, so children are fine, they're safe.
0: (laughs) Sorry, that just made, I had no idea, that just made my, oh my god
1: in the three pro tip, don't take your baby out in the snow not because they might get cold or they might you know get sick or whatever because if you put them down in the snow you've just gone just gone
0: sorry I don't usually make that face I didn't even think of that I didn't like I I don't usually play with like snow I usually keep in summer and just keep always being in summer oh my god are you excited for it? <laughs> um, yes and no. I'm I'm excited for the community because they've been really wanting it. I on the other hand will be turning that shit off pretty quick. Um just because as as a being a storyteller, um not cuz like my storytelling is I am telling a story that I have already written. It's not the Sims living their day to day and finding drama in that. Um, I couldn't even imagine having a an infant crawling around. I can barely take care of the fish and, and like the small things in this game, let alone keeping track of like a baby. Like that's why I really don't play with pets in this game, like in uh, Rose Chronicles, because I had a hard time keeping care of Milo, which was like, I had this whole arc dedicated around him. And then like, he just kept running away I was like, wait, where's this cat? And then it it's just like, Milo has passed. I was like, wait, what? I'm like, okay, I fed him. So like, I, I'm concerned for that. I'm, I think I'm just more concerned of it just being broken and then EA um, not fixing it, but then giving us like outfits for the infants or toys, but not again, not addressing that it's going to be crawling through walls or crawling up the walls or you know just doing something on the lines of that i think i'm just kind of want ea to fix the problems before we're like let's add babies now uh sorry infants i when i was doing the uh the podcast uh the uh, i was talking to alex and alex had said he's like well the sims is going to need an extreme update then for all the packs because how is, is, how is it going to, say, a pack from 2015 going to interact with a, with an infant? They're going to have to go back and fix all that coding. Um, and we know that the Sims 4 team doesn't do a lot of uh, QA testing as much anymore, as much as it did with the older packs. I think a lot of stuff is going to be missed and it's going to break the game. What I would like um, is, again, like you said, skipped debugged baby, go straight to infant, And then I'd like to have a middle aged instead of being from 45 years old to being 110. (laughs) Like, There's really no, like I would like at that stage a little bit more in my personal opinion than infants. But just because in my story, I tell with more people of different ages, that's from teen and up instead of teen and down. I don't usually play with children, like the children age um I know I just um, I know I'm sorry that makes a lot of
1: sense doesn't it because um there is kind of a bit of a gap there well yeah um,
0: especially now because then you'll have baby infant child teen young adult adult death um oh sorry sorry, elder and then two days later death um So I feel like I want to see that more middle-aged range. And I I I kind of hope for that for Sims 5.
1: Yeah, I think with The Sims 4 at the moment, I think rather than adding another life state, I mean, Infants is like, yay, this is needed. Um, And I'm really happy for it. But if it had been any other, I'm not someone who's after preteens. Yeah, no. Because I think that... We're just going to have to live with the fact that the teenagers go from, like, being a 12-year-old height to being a 20-year-old type. Yes. Um, and that's not something they can change at this point. And even if they did, it would kind of be a, a waste of time because they could put those resources towards something else. But we now have a lot more gameplay for teenagers. I'd love mm-hmm. to see something like that for elders. Yes. Because they turn into an elder and then they kind of just sit there.
0: Like, I would like, like to see retirement homes. I would like to see... Yeah,
1: just something something else to like do senior
0: centers idea. and just kind of like senior act instead of like knitting and then you get that notification they're like oh make those final arrangements and you're like she just she just aged up 10 minutes ago what the hell yeah um i would definitely like to see that i definitely know preteens we can't keep adding more lifespan to like before that what i wish so i i think everybody at ea has just watched gossip girl riverdale and every teen show to ever exist and think that, like, that's what teenagers actually look like. I would like to see them shorter. I would like, I what I think I'd like the most is um a uh, height scale.
1: Because, like, people are, mm.
0: like, you can't go, like, individual. I'm like, yeah, so short, normal, tall. I'm extremely short. I'm, like, I'm five foot. So, like, every sim I create is... Very tall. And I'm like, I would like to see short and I'd like to see more of the short people recognize. And I'm sure tall would like the same as well. So like literally three little bits. I think that would make a really big difference. But then have the teens instead of them looking from teen to young adults. And because like what they do, they age like they get like that much taller. And for anyone listening, like a centimeter
1: or half an inch. They're the same height. (laughs) Yeah. Or their cheeks get a little bit more full. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I hope height's something that they consider The Sims 5 like early on in development so that it's there from the start so they don't run into the issues. um, Exactly. I think the main issue is that when The Sims 4 launched, it essentially had two rigs. Mm -hmm. Like they had teenagers to elders, which are essentially kind of the same character model and the same rig. And then you had kids. And then you had babies which were objects so Mm -hmm. we only had kids and adults Mm -hmm. it was like the sims (laughs) one (laughs) yes like even the sims 2 had toddlers Mm -hmm. kids teenagers adults and elders they were all different they all and in the sims 3 there's different animations for teenagers because they are a different model they require different animations to carry out interactions Whereas with The Sims 4, they're the same model as adults. So that's great for, like, creator Sims. Yes. Because all the clothes fit the teenagers. Mm -hmm. And Sims 3 clothing for teenagers is abysmal. (laughs) It's not a good situation. So um, that's been wonderful for Sims 4, because teens have just had access to all the things that adults can like wear and stuff. But it does give just this weird vibe that when you're walking around in... A world, you think, is that a teen or is that an adult? Because you just can't tell from home
0: oh. oh my god, yeah. Because like, and they'd be, like, I would get people, oh, excuse me, to send me sims so I could put them into Rose Chronicles, and they would send me teens because I said because they're teenagers, right? I had them like, please stop, please stop doing that. Please make them young adults because they want to go, they have to go to school or they'll fail. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I'm just like, I I, I agree with that. I kind of just wish um, as well that like when it came to, you know, like why is every sim like teen or just like kind of like very slender and then anyone that has, you know, like a normal body shape, the clothes just spread. Like it's not actually designed for a different body shape. They just like literally like as a graphic designer, they just go like that. I, yeah. I kind of want more clothes designed or like even, even just having plus size sims clothes i would yeah. shit my pants
1: i think body shapes and gender differences between sims especially mm-hmm. was an afterthought that came a lot later yeah. than it should have done i'm very thankful that it's there and i think it's amazing what the Sims team have done because um as a triple a game that kind of sets the standard that when triple a is doing it like why isn't the entire industry doing it mm-hmm. they should be um but representation is something that came into the sims's marketing strategy i guess like a lot later than it should have yeah and i think now they're kind of facing the issue like a lot of clothes that have been coming out in the more recent packs uh kind of going towards gender neutral there's been a lot more of that stuff available especially in the um the kids outfit kits like i saw a lot of that that was From what I remember, uh, quite a lot of that was gender neutral and it looked good on either model. But then there are a lot of cases where you see a male frame or a masculine frame sim Mm -hmm. wearing something that was created for a feminine frame sim, and you're like, this isn't working. I'm glad that it's available. Yes. But it could be done better. So, again, hopefully that's something they consider from the start in The Sims 5. Because if we've got it in The Sims 4, it should be there from the get-go in the next version, I think.
0: I I totally agree with you. Um, fun story. So, um, so you know, the, uh, the the magic pack. I can't... I, my brain is literally cannot think what it's called in The Sims 4.
1: Realm of Magic.
0: Realm of Magic, thank you. So you Love know it. the jacket <laughs> that, like, a lot of people use for, like, private schools? It's, like, it has... So if you put that on a guy... It actually gives them boobs. <laughs> Just say. So what you have to do is you have to go in and actually lower the chest down, so it doesn't. You don't. They don't have
1: boobs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then when you, when mm-hmm. they wear anything else, you have to put the chest back up. It's it's literally hilarious. But again, I again, if if it's meant for um, like have it for every Sam, but actually follow through. And make mm. it so it doesn't have, like, the boob shape. Or if it's a guy's pants, you put them on a girl for, like, dress pants up. Because I'd like more dress pants for women yeah. in this Sims Four. That would be awesome. And not tacky dressers from, like, 1999. Um, you, it has, like, the, the area for, you know, what the guys have up front. It doesn't sit right. Or it sits up really high. And i'm like hmm like yeah
1: it, it needs to be a, a thought that's at the forefront of whatever they're developing for the sims 5 I as opposed it. to something that's like added in like four years later it's like oh yeah we remembered that you know masculinity and femininity is a fluid thing you can <laughs> do that now so. exactly well jorge is there
0: anything you want to add before we talk about your amazing sculptures I
1: think that pretty much covers the majority of the chaos that happened from the Sim Summit.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Before, final question, because I just thought of it. What what do you think the two worlds are going to be?
1: Oh, I don't know. When I first saw the concept art, I thought kind of like Encanto vibes for the colors in the first one. I haven't actually looked at them in detail. Um, So I don't know whether they'd consider doing something that was more uh, influenced by that area of the world since like after luca came out yeah uh the sims did tartosa so they seem to be uh following a disney trend that uh, world city <laughs> so maybe encanto is the next you know they're gonna do a world based on that movie um, I, I think i would i would um, love
0: that i think the second one's gonna be san francisco
1: because you yes, can see you can see the golden gate bridge the golden gate bridge so that's kind of a given that it's gonna be an American world. But they might put some sort of spin on it, like in um Big Hero Six takes place in like San Francisco or something. Yeah. So they kind they might like blend two different areas of the world or something. But I think San Francisco is probably a safe that.
0: I got you. I, I I'm kind of tired of all the worlds kind of be like really Western based. I would love mm-hmm. to see worlds from uh different. Um, parts of the world if you could have your dream expansion pack with any type of world in there what would it be
1: oh i don't know they kind of did it with um mount komorebi i really like the japanese inspired world because i'm a huge uh nerd for lots of stuff that comes out of japan whether it be Mm -hmm. anime or nintendo or pokemon um but then also I just find like the culture just so beautiful and the, the kind of homage they did to Japan in that pack I think was done really well, I can't say, because I'm not Japanese. But um, I think from what I've seen they did a really nice job and I think the world is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but as an expansion pack I'd really like to see some kind of Generations-esque expansion pack and I know that's a really boring answer but i want my elders to have stuff to do
0: (laughs) i i want my i I want to have wheelchairs in the game i want to have crutches in the game i want to have i want a sim to like get hurt and you get to take them to the hospital and it's not like a random place you just go and have a baby and leave like i want to be able to go and do these things Mm. Yeah. yeah but uh fingers crossed I mean how you know that sims 4 is almost done generations cars fairies horses they give us those four things there's sims 4 they're like okay we've wrapped it up we've put it on our shelves we're good to go
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I yeah I I, I kind of hope for generations as well I know it's a very safe answer um I want an African world I think that would be amazing on an Australian world
1: you know what my second answer would be some what? sort of like resort management kind of expansion pack yes which is something that they could have implemented so many times and they just didn't add that as a feature to any of the packs but um if they did some sort of resort management thing they could potentially mm-hmm. do that with Africa in yes. world or like South Africa even and I want I, I want like that some. would be a really cool
0: I... opportunity I agree. I would love to see some safaris in there. Don't give us, don't give us horses, but give me a lion instead. Um, I'm also biased. (laughs) I also want a Canada world being Canadian, but I'm like, I feel like they would stereotype it and be like, it would be always snowing. There would be 20 Tim Hortons and Justin Bieber would be the celebrity just walking around or Drake, you know, just walking around. But uh, anyways, Jojo, let's talk about your amazing sculptors and the first thing I ever noticed when I saw your page I was like I guess a that, that cow plant? I remember looking at that and I was like oh my god this girl is so amazing this is what she does like this is what she creates like talk to me about how you started to create your sculptors like was it like did you dream about it or is it something that you've always had a passion for
1: uh I started sculpting uh probably like around 2015 I think so I'd been doing it for a couple of years I didn't start making the cow plants until 2019 okay so I'd been doing it kind of like as a little side hobby for a couple of years and uh I I was in university online I was doing a course in 3d animation Mm -hmm. and I'd been doing it for about two years I was coming towards like the last stretch and around that time I'd kind of been noticing that I was getting a lot of headaches and I thought I'll just push through them I'll just keep going until one day I woke up with the worst migraine that I'd ever had and I pretty much had to stop using computers wow and it's uh if you'd said that to me Uh, the day before I had that migraine I wouldn't have believed you because all of my hobbies all of pretty much everything I was interested in was um, on the computer I've been a nerd my whole life Um, that now I managed to kind of finish that semester of university um, with sort of all right grades Um, but I was kind of left with daily chronic migraines and I was a bit lost of what to do. So I hadn't been part of the Sims community for a long time. It have been several years and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to use the time that I can go on the computer mm-hmm. to dedicate to Sims and I'm going <laughs> to um, start interacting with the community again. I got involved with a group uh, called Sims Creators Community who are really cool. They share a lot of stuff around the community and I made a little polymer clay cow plant just in my own time and I sent them a photo and they were like, Can you make us one? <laughs> so I was like, Okay, sure. Yeah. I made them one and um posted it online on Twitter and a bunch more people were like, Can you make me one? <laughs> so- so uh, I just, I started making them. I made a little Etsy shop because I figured that would be the easiest way to mm-hmm. get them out there. And uh, they kept selling mm-hmm. and they kept selling. <laughs> and how many years later are we now? Three going on four years later. Mm-hmm. They're still selling. Because <laughs> we want
0: them because they're, <laughs> I it say, they're fucking amazing. I remember oh, looking at you. them. I was like, she's so talented, especially your miniatures. I'm like, she did that." like, they're so small, I'm like, but I, I love, I love that one. Thank you for sharing about, you know, the health struggles that you have had to overcome. I can't even imagine what the pain and suffering that must've been. So again, thank you so much for sharing, but I'm so happy that you're back and you're able to be part of this community. And carve out something that maybe that something that we needed which is like really cute sims um cow plants because everybody needs like, everyone needs a cow plant okay like i'm just saying like everybody and their mother needs a cow plant now i'm just curious because i have zero knowledge of sculpting i'm sure you can tell <laughs> talk to me from your starting process to your ending process
1: uh, well, I sculpt with uh, polymer clay, which is a type of clay that bakes in the oven. Okay. Um, essentially, I will grab as much of it as I can at the craft store. <laughs> Come home. Uh, I generally try not to bake too much all at once. I'm usually working on between five and ten cow plants at a time. Okay. I have to do them kind of... Um, rather than making each one individually, it's easier to make like ten heads and then ten pots and then ten leaves and then paint ten of them. Mm-hmm. So quite often it's just like it looks like some kind of zombie lab of cow <laughs> I cleared up my desk before we started filming so there's no like disembodied cow plants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, that's I the best thing. A
1: <laughs> I've shared a couple uh, videos of kind of like the process of uh, making the bigger ones that I have kind of on my shelf looking down at me. Um, (laughs) And uh, it is is just kind of a process of um, starting off with an armature, for bigger stuff. I have like a wire core that goes all the way from top to bottom. For cow plants, they do not cooperate with gravity in the slightest. They just want to fall flat on their face mm-hmm. forwards, uh, which is something that the Sims team don't need to worry about because gravity doesn't exist in a three D space on the computer. But I have to compete with it continuously. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because so I, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to say once I have rooted like a big cow plant to the spot on a base, then I can start sculpting. Once I'm sure it's not going to move.
0: <laughs> i i got you um so something you act it warmed my heart yesterday when i saw i know you've been working on it for a while but i saw your reel and everybody was sharing the wedding uh cake topper reel um so i used to make wedding cakes uh, uh, the, okay. uh for a living on the side and people would give me these really fucking heavy wedding toppers and i'm like that's gonna
1: fall oh no you do not <laughs> you would hate me as um (laughs) as someone that makes uh cake toppers now apparently um because I started making it and the base I I went to my dad who's essentially the person that I go to when I have a DIY problem I give it to him and he looks terrified and then tries to solve it for me okay I like um (laughs) but I, I went to him with the issue of I need a base that isn't wood for these cow plants to be like fixed to But it needs to be heavy enough so that the cow plants don't fall over. And he presented me with like this stone tile, essentially, that he'd managed to cut into some like sort of circle shape. And um, so I rooted the cow plants to that stone tile. It is a stone tile that is sat. I have like five minutes footage of it on a cake, purely for my bad cake making ability, because I made like a fruitcake. To put it on for the photos and like iced it with buttercream. It was it was dreadful. It was horrible. <laughs> but um there are cake dowels within that cake. Yeah like, throughout the entire cake. There like, has it's to be more dowels than cake.
0: <laughs> cause I cause I saw it. So I saw the and I'm like <laughs> that I, at first I was like, I'm like, well, maybe it's like a light plastic or something. Like maybe there's something in there. And then I look at it a little further and I'm looking at the cake and I'm like, no, that's a solid surface sauce. Okay. Oh my God. I, if somebody came that to you, I would be like, so just so you know, there's going to be a hundred dowels in this cake. Um, this part of the cake is going to be real. <laughs> this part's going to be dowels. But no, I get so creative because like I saw that and I was like, if I didn't have such a traditional family, that would be my wedding chopper next year. I, that was the first yeah. thing I thought because me and my fiance both really like the Sims. Like it's something that we we talk about and Grant lengths. he's been on a podcast a couple of times. I was, there, I was like, I want that, but it's going to fall through my cake. But now I know the secret is, well, dowel's no cake. <laughs> um, yep. You talked about the process. Now, this is something that I like to educate people Um, who are art like who people who are not artists to understand what it's like to be an artist how long does it take you from start to finish to finish one uh, cow plant
1: it it varies but um, for the standard kind of classic miniature cow plant that I do that takes me probably about two hours to make one of those Mm -hmm. Um, but it's difficult it speeds up the process by doing lots of them all at one time but um the any designs that I do with miniature flowers I love making miniature flowers because I can just zone out and just it's just the process that I do I assemble all the tiny bits of clay as they need to be assembled but it murders my eyes because I am sat there for like two to three hours assembling flowers let alone a cow plant So the special kind of cow plants that I do, the variants, they take anywhere from two to like six hours. I did um, a cow plant design for Moonwood Mill when the werewolf pack came out. Mm -hmm. And um, that has like foxglove flowers growing up behind this like log tree stump. And it's one of my favorite designs I've ever come up with. And I had people messaging me saying like, are these going to be in the shop? And I'm like, No. (laughs) They're not going anywhere near the shop because I don't have, like, you, I couldn't charge enough to justify, like, the hours that I would have to pawn. It's like people say, like I'd pay you for it, and I'm like, it's not worth it. <laughs> well, I appreciate the sentiment so much that you would pay me to assemble tiny miniature foxgloves around a cow plant, but no, just no. <laughs>
0: I appreciate the honesty, and that's something that I want to draw awareness to that it takes a lot of time to put these together, and not everybody understands the amount of time that can go into taking something. So, that's again absolutely amazing because I saw that online I was like, I Need one of these um, I really like the grimmer the glimmer ones that you've been working on I love them as well and I love the earrings now you have earrings will you are will you ever focus on any other types of jewelry
1: I don't know I I, I really like making the little uh cowberry earrings I've considered doing them as like little pendant necklaces as well okay um So I don't know. I'm always worried to do anything like with bracelet charms because polymer clay isn't the most durable. It's very much for art. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people do make really cool uh, jewelry that's made to be more robust, but the kind of designs that I do are a bit more delicate. So I don't want anything like on a bracelet that might like fly against the door handle or something because I'd just be sat there internally screaming at the thought of that. (laughs) But yeah, I kind of I like dabbling in jewelry, but I'm not doing it too much because I prefer kind of making more intricate pieces Mm -hmm. and sculpts that are designed to sit and look pretty and potentially not be on a keychain on a backpack that's being thrown into like the back of a wardrobe every day. So. I that's kind of where my opinion goes for jewelry
0: <laughs> okay no I think I think that's I think that's really because I saw your earrings I was like well now she use a necklace to go with the earrings because a hard um hardcore Sim fans now I'm sorry
1: I made one cowberry necklace when the first ever sim guru reached out to me on twitter and said can I have a cow plant and I said yes you may have a cow plant, SimGuru. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, she was the first SimGuru that had ever reached out to me. She's actually, uh, SimGuru Kimmy, she did my profile picture. And um, yeah, I was, She she tweeted at me like the other month and said how much it meant to her that I was still using that as my profile picture. And I'm like, you made that for me. It is my honor to have that as my profile picture forever. So... <laughs> Of but, um yeah, I made her a little cowberry necklace just to say like thank you for being really nice and liking my art. So, <laughs> so I made one necklace one time. It was for her. <laughs> I was,
0: oh, it's so it's so nice. Now um, I had a thought, and I, I don't know if, if this is a thought you'd ever do. I was thinking, I'm like, would you ever make holiday ornaments that could go on trees?
1: Yes, I have considered that. Uh, (laughs) I don't actually know what I'm doing for Christmas this year because as we're talking, it's uh, very towards the end of October now, which is Mm -hmm. terrifying to think about. And um, ideally, as an artist, you need to have Christmas figured out in September. So I'm running a bit late. I don't know. I've considered, I made, um, last year I made a little ornament of, um, Yamachan, uh, the little character from Snowy Escape. Yep. uh, just, like, making snow angels, and, uh, <laughs> so I've made a couple ornaments for my own tree, and, um, people very kindly put up with me hanging Sims ornaments on the tree. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: say, uh, I- I I'm know. gonna sit here and tell you, Jojo, if you release Christmas ornaments, I will be the first person to pre-order because <laughs> I have two trees. I have what I like to call my tree, which has all of my Disney ornaments, my childhood ornaments, all my Pokemon ornaments, all of my wacky, fun, hot sauce, my mixer ornament. Like it's my fun tree. And then my tree I have upstairs, which you guys will see in the next rounds of interviews in November, it's I what I like to call my tacky tree which looks like it's from the 90s and it's just classic big bulbs and beads going all the way around um I was sitting there I was like I would pay infinite amount of dollars to have a cow plant on my tree
1: like I would maybe maybe I will have to figure out getting some hanging cow plants in the shop then (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> a possibility, um, we'll see.
0: It's yes. I don't want to sh- be
1: coming I- out in December, so you'll be able to tell future
0: I know viewers
1: whether or not I did it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'll know because I'll have I'll be like tree photo. <laughs> um. Anyways, Georgia, I got a couple more questions for you. I'm gonna let you go on your way. Um. What advice do you wish you knew? when you started making these sculptures that you know now that you wish you would have known back then?
1: I think honestly I don't know a way to phrase this without it coming across as really mean but don't be a people pleaser okay because when I had people reaching out at first I was just I was I still am very honored whenever anyone's like I really like your art can I have some of it Mm -hmm. um I want to immediately go like yes of course that's amazing there is a human that wants to pay me to do what I love to do Mm -hmm. but um I just have a hard rule now that I will not take general commissions um just like via request because if I do it for one person I have to do it for everyone and it kind of i'm so lucky because i i get so many kind lovely messages through instagram so i don't want to focus on the negative ones but i do get people reaching out occasionally with pretty blunt requests of just like why don't you just make more or why can't i have one like i want i'll pay you double just make me one and i'm just like i thank you but no and then it's the same with like pre-orders like why don't you do pre-orders why can't I just pre-order one I've I've been waiting for a cow plant like for five minutes why can't I pre-order one and it's just like I don't I don't feel comfortable taking your money and then saying that you're going to potentially wait six months to receive a cow plant I don't want that pressure so I have a hard rule that it's first come first serve in the shop and my heart goes out to everybody that is there waiting for a cow plant. And it makes my day so much when I see messages from people saying, I finally got one, or I got the cow plant that I was after, or these are my favorite designs, and I'm so happy to have one. And I'm just like, yes. Yeah. it makes my day to see people excited to be able to get one. And uh, so, yeah, I think my advice for starting me is don't be a people pleaser don't just roll over as soon as someone starts giving you shit for not being able to make stuff fast enough
0: that is a, such amazing advice to yourself and it, it's hard because at the beginning you, you want to make everybody happy you want to get everyone to be like i so, i can do this for you but then you stretch yourself too thin and you're just like well i can't do this and then they feel disappointed and then that's when people get hurt when they feel disappointed because they had this expectation of this was going yeah. to be this way but if i have
1: a promise then it gives me anxiety, it makes the buyer disappointed. So it's easier to just be honest with what you can accomplish as an artist, what you can do, what you can take on, what you're comfortable taking on and just sticking to those kind of boundaries that you set in place, I think. I
0: think that's amazing advice, especially for anybody as well who wants to start their own business of especially being an artist of knowing your own boundaries and knowing your client's boundaries and not being afraid to tell your clients, no,
1: that is something you that can takes say no.
0: You can say no to people. Um, I did cupcakes for many years. I have my kitchen license. I, I would run myself ragged. For people who didn't want to pay more than $1.50 for a cupcake, I put my price up to $2 a cupcake and everyone ran away. Everybody, clients I had for years. And I said, I know my self-worth. And I know my value. And if you're not willing to appreciate my, my time and my effort, then it's not worth my time. So I appreciate you being honest and saying, this is what I'm doing I don't do pre-orders. It's for my mental health and it's not for you to be disappointed. Again, that is amazing, amazing, amazing advice for anybody who wants to start so their own stuff. Anyone
1: that messages me kindly and reaches out and says like, just to inquire, I will never be mad at that. No. If anyone just reaches out and to say like, oh, do you do pre-orders or would you do a commission? And I'm like, no, sorry. It's, you know, there's restocks regularly. This is how it works. And people are so friendly and so lovely and so understanding. So it's just it's just yeah the people that don't respect you don't you don't need to waste time with them I don't think I agree.
0: What is your favorite cow plant that you've ever created?
1: Oh, I think it might be the Moonwood Mill oh, wow. Laurel cow plant that I did. Uh, I'm also. Uh, pretty fond of the grim reefer cow plants i did for last halloween mm-hmm. because i i like i like the idea of um, them being little henchmen for the grim reefer and like if one shows up in your garden you're like no shit no we gotta go <laughs>
0: we got yeah we got to go <laughs> um if you could design your i i like dream uh cow plant of anything in the world
1: what would it be So difficult but um i say this wanting to put no expectation on it ever happening Excellent. but i really want to make a life-size cow plant like a full life-size actual sculpture like i think in the sims i think sims are canonically like six foot tall yeah so i'm assuming that cow plants would be like seven or eight foot so this is not a realistic goal, but in theory, although I did have, <laughs> i had a clay company reach out to me who specialize in uh, sculpting materials for outdoor sculptors, mm-hmm. like clay that will last like forever, that isn't gonna weather or deteriorate over time. And they're like, we'd love to send you some of our product to try out. And I'm just thinking, is this the time? is this the moment that i make the real life plant that i can't actually fit inside the house <laughs> but no there's no expectation on me ever achieving that so yeah that's all i'm going to say
0: oh my god i just, i couldn't even imagine ea would be all over that shit sim's team would be they like they might
1: have a problem i think if i um took copyright to that extent and actually made a real-life replica. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. No, what are you talking about? They, they'd want one for their office. They'd fly you out to wherever the EA office is in America and be like, you're going to build us one of these for our, for our main desk. Oh, my God. Uh... <laughs> ah, that's so cute. Um, When can we expect um your store to be restocked? Now, this is October, so is it going to be... Before December?
1: As of when this is coming out, the November restock I have planned will have already happened. Ah, yes. And I will not be dealing with postage in December. So <laughs> you learn that very early on when yes. selling internationally. You don't do postage at December. Um, but hopefully, going forward into next year, there will be. Uh, and we stock uh, for classic miniature cow plants somewhat regularly. Um, I don't really know what my plans are for next year as of yet, but um, you can probably predict cow plants. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> um, and I know you said you've you sculpted other items um, and other characters from the Sims. What, who else would you want to do? Is there anybody else you would want to create in your uh- sculptures with?
1: at some point i would like to teach myself some more kind of basics of human anatomy but i don't think that when i do that i'll feel comfortable sharing that for a long time um but obviously bella Goth would be amazing to do a sculpt of her um i want to do more my sims characters because i love that franchise so much and um they're just a so fun to create and plus the way that they look in the game Mm -hmm. they look like they're meant to be made out of clay we Mm -hmm. even have like statues of them in the sims 4 Mm -hmm. so i i I really need to get around to making more of those um i may have sculpted something that i can see out the corner of my eye which is uh (laughs) the biggest sculpt i have done so far um i suppose i could show you yeah you Yeah. I hopefully will have posted it on social media by the time this comes out.
0: Oh my god. That is stunning.
1: Holy shit. The mother plant in all her um, glory. (laughs) So yeah, that took me a while. (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) I'm hoping to post photos next week of that so <laughs> she was um a process
0: I'm sure okay so for that is that is that just like a basic white clay and then do you paint it or or are some parts of that colored clay
1: oh no I'm I'm not saying I did that all with colored clay <laughs> okay
0: i was looking at that I'm like there's gradients how did you get the gradient
1: Normal sane sculptors would think that looks like a lot of work to do with colored clay. We'll just sculpt the whole thing and then paint it, but I was like no i I have too much colored clay already. I'm not gonna go buy um a bunch <laughs> a bunch of um just bog standard uh even white. So I go through enough white with cow plants, so I thought I'll just yeah. use a I'll make it in colored clay and now, looking back on it, I probably wouldn't do that again hmm. but <laughs> um what,
0: what? Well, I think it, yeah no sorry no go ahead go ahead
1: I think it um worked out well I like I like you said uh the gradients came out nice so that was good
0: oh my god I like, there like, I I you, you could have told me that was hand-painted I would have believed you I think it's oh. even more skilled that it was color-based because you'd have to get the colors perfectly um now I had a curiosity because I, I used to be a manager at a craft store and I was in the art department so i had to deal with clay and i was the worst person to give clay advice on i was like that just like that what clay is your favorite clay to use and why
1: i have a fondness for femo okay which i find to be a really nice uh consistency in the way that it's tough to work with but uh, it holds detail really well so it's ideal for miniatures Whereas some of the other alternatives, like Sculpey and Primo, uh, there are a couple others I think that are available in America and Mm -hmm. uh, Canada as well. They're a lot easier to work with in terms of um, sculpting, but they don't hold detail as well, I find, or they're brittle after baking. So I've always used Fimo. I've had really good success with that. I generally use Femo Soft, although I have been using FEMO Pro for the cow plants heads because I find that's just uh, faster, it holds its shape better. But yes, that's generally my 101 overview of clay types.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, Jojo, I want to thank you so much for coming here today. Now I have one final question because I know you're you're a nerd and I appreciate that. I'm sure you can tell. Sailor Moon pan painting. And because this is coming out in Christmas time sailor moon christmas sweater is the cotton in your name from a pokemon yeah okay Okay. yes okay (laughs) i because i see that and i'm like oh it's Pokemon.
1: (laughs) no there is a story um my actual my last name is cotton oh so uh when i came across the pokemon cottony Mm -hmm. i was like oh that's cool it's got my name and my favorite pokemon is uh Whimsicott, which is the um, evolution of cottony, which is a little kind of cotton puff Pokemon. So yes, that is essentially the reason for the name and I at school, like a nickname. We have a saying in England, I don't know if it's worldwide, called um Bless Your Cotton Socks. Don't know if that's a, no not a world, world thing. Not yes. a worldwide thing. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, people used to say that to me at school and uh I thought I'm gonna take that and use it myself. So, <laughs> No, but so now I go by cottony socks.
0: May I ask what does that mean? By may bless your cottons, sorry, bless my cotton socks, was that the same? Yeah,
1: bless your cotton socks. I think it's kind of a very innocent thing. It's kind of um if you see someone probably who's younger doing something really sweet or innocent, you go, "Oh, bless your bless your cotton socks." So <laughs> I think that's where it came from.
0: Oh my god. See, that's so funny. So in America, it's, oh, bless her heart, which is, oh, she dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Georgia, I want to say it's an absolute pleasure. Why don't you tell everybody where we can find your amazing sculptures?
1: Uh, You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cottony Socks. I also have so far posted one YouTube video and it took me so long to edit. I don't know when the next one will be. I am also uh, cottony Socks on YouTube. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. I have a website, also cottony Socks. That's where you can find the cow plants.
0: <laughs> and do you still have an Etsy shop?
1: No, Etsy's not active at the minute. I moved onto my own website. So cottonysocks.com is where you can buy cow plants. Anywhere else that's claiming to sell my cow plants, not selling cow plants you're not going to get a cow plant <laughs> so.
0: amazing well Jojo I want to thank you so much for coming here today and you know sharing everything of like how oh. your sculptures are they are absolutely incredible please it's go been check a them pleasure. out
1: thank oh,
0: you. you are very welcome everyone please go check out my girl Jojo and please go check out her cow plow plants they are absolutely amazing and again I want to thank you so much for coming today
1: Thank you. I really appreciate being invited and it's just such a lovely thing to be able to just ramble about the (laughs) synth. Isn't it? Well, again, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day, okay? Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.